the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Koreatown, New York City. That's right. You hear the audience? That's right. We are here at Feather Nation Studios. A capacity crowd. They come every week. And it's a Friday episode. That's right. This is the this is the episode that gets us into the weekend. Oh my God! So many people come out every week. A line out the door. We take your emails, your stories, your questions. We answer them. That's how this whole thing works. You listen. You support the sponsors. You tell a friend. Make it your Instagram story right now. If you haven't made it your Instagram story, you're literally stealing from us. You're taking from my mouth. The food that satiates my my soul. Make it your Instagram story. Tag a bitch. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Ooh, I like this music, Shelby. This feels like, you know, we're coming into the party at the heightened scene of the rom-com. It's probably in a rom-com. It's got to be in a rom-com where it's like, this is right before things go badly at the... Like the happy hour. Like, like we'll meet at the happy hour, and then she walks in, mm-hmm. sees him, sees the guy with another girl. They're a little too flirty. How could he? How could you? She runs out. Her gay friend's like, no! You know, like that, the, the, the dramatic gay guy. He gets on his high horse. Yeah, a literal horse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hops on it. Listen, I want to thank the listeners. If you're out there, uh, it it's every week you come back. I don't get it. I, I I do get it. We put out a quality product. Thank you very much. Yes, you're right, Mr. President. We put out a quality show, and we're so happy to have you here. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Keep spreading the word. This comes out. This is a Friday episode. Um, you right now have a couple weeks. I'm coming to Boston, Laugh Boston, uh, March 19th through the 21st. Get those tickets because uh, they're moving. And then I'm going to be in uh, the next weekend. Then it's New York, Gotham. Then we really turn it up. Gotham Comedy Club, April 17th and 18th. Providence at the Comedy Connection, the 23rd through the 25th. Then I'm coming to Governors in Long Island, the 8th and 9th of... June, and then Comics Mohegan Sun, Dallas, D.C., Philly, JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com, if you heard any of those places that are near you, bring the group chat. That's who you bring. The people you send funny pictures to. Those are the ones, the ones that write back, cackling. I'm cackling. Those, the cacklers. I'm, I'm screaming. I'm screaming. Literally dead. Dead, deceased. I'm at my funeral. Everyone, my dad's giving my eulogy. I died too early. She said, "My da- my dad's literally I w- <laughs> go so far. My da- my dad is now is saying a daughter should never die before her for her parents." My mother's throwing herself onto the grave. <laughs> That's how much I'm laughing. Yeah. My mom is literally going. <laughs> Very excited about today's guest. I like to switch it up. I like to. Get new perspectives. That's what this show is all about. New perspectives. New people. We have a new guest. Um, very exciting. 
It's the moment you've all been waiting for. A new guest. Lindsay Lane. Thank you for coming on. Very good to have you. The Feather Nation studios, the crowd, the capacity audience is pumped to have you. Lindsay Lane, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, so happy to have you. Uh, step up to the mic for us. I, I, All of you can go follow if you don't already. She's on Instagram at Lindsay Lane Style. That's Lindsay with an I. That's right. Lindsay Lane Style mm-hmm. on Instagram. Welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. What now? You're a you 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 have a career of being a stylist. Well, I was a stylist. Okay. What um, before I became a digital influencer? A digital influencer. So yeah. what? What got you into stylists? What, 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 what's kind of your road to being a digital influencer? How do you start out? Sure. I've been in the fashion industry for over 18 years. Awesome. Um, I was the youngest personal shopper in Barney's New York history when I was 23. Now that I have a little <laughs> bit of knowledge about. Okay, tell me. Um, that's a cutthroat industry. That oh, is yeah. not... You have to really be on... You're on your feet. All, so explain the job of a personal shopper to the listeners here. So it's like kind of like a therapist. Okay. You know? I would um, agree. Yeah. So I was like personal shopper and then therapist. But, um, you <laughs> know, a therapist right now. <laughs> and that's what I'm going, here for. I got a degree. <laughs> you know, and that's what I'm here for today, too, yes. to give advice. So, of course. Um, you know, I would style all my clients at Barney's and then um, so, just help them find special outfits for different occasions. How back when you started doing that, how long ago were you a personal? My mom used to do personal shopping at Bloomingdale's back in the day. Oh, okay. So cool. I, I remember she would like put out ads in the paper. She would help older women a lot. Um, so I have some understanding with like, and people come in and it's like, you're in the commission game. Yeah. I mean, when I worked with Barney's, I was, you know, paid with a salary and top of commission. Mm-hmm. Um, but then my pricing structure changed, changed, excuse me, when I left Barney's and I was on my own. But that um, is like, but that's an incredible, like what a hustle that is. It's a big hustle. And a lot of people ask me today, like, how do you do this? And I'm like, honestly, I've been so disconnected from that type of world and the industry has changed and turned over so much well like, now I with know. the you know the personal shopper has turned into the you know the the, the boxes that get sent to you and it, it's and all about online sales online like, sales and like i i've worked with people in, in the in the past where you walk in they'll say meet me at the store and they'll have a whole online business and they're they they want you to drink they're like have a champagne have a have a beer like that's the big thing where it's like oh beer on a tuesday in a bloomingdales oh my god you know like <laughs> it turns into this whole thing yeah um, it's so fancy it's very fan but they're trying it, it is interesting how that industry's changed now where yeah. it used to be but like like i do i do remember ads in the paper like to find a personal shopper. That's interesting. I mean, that was way before my time. Yeah. Um, but a lot of my clients that were with me at Barney's followed me when um, I started my own company. So that helped in building, you know, my own company at that time. In and my it's life. referrals. They go, oh, yeah, word Lindsay of mouth Lane knows how to shop with me. And you're basically helping them try on stuff and saying to them, this looks great. This do-. they They trust you. Exactly. I'm a black belt in shopping. A black, but this is very important because I, I'll, I'll tell a story. I told it on Coffee with J Train, the Patreon. Um, hit up that Patreon, Shelby. We, if we have a Patreon membership uh, where I do a podcast every Sunday, where I kind of just rant. And I remember I had a friend who did some personal shopping for me to pick out a suit. 
okay? Mm-hmm. And I went in with her and we did the whole thing. And it was interesting because I used to go with, you, you, you have these like horrific experiences growing up trying on clothes in your formative years. And you're like, oh, these pants don't fit or this shirt doesn't fit. And then you look you look at your mom, you go, oh, it doesn't fit. And she goes, why? Now you got to answer, well, I eat a lot and I, I'm a fat piece of shit. Like, what do you say? And then, but then you go to like someone who's a trained professional in this and you go, they, you know, they throw some pants at you and you go, oh, they don't, I don't really, they go, all right, we'll find the other pants. Like it, it was actually a relief. To have someone To have help someone you. help you. Yes, that, for sure. I mean, once you gain people's trust, you know, they continue to come to you. And that's exactly what I do today also. Mm-hmm. I mean, my career has literally essentially rolled over into everything. So people trust you at the time. So now you start your own business with personal shopping and then you go. And then when does the influencer world kind of come at you? So then I'm, I actually was signed with Ford when they had an artist division here in New York City. And I was their first by appointment stylist. So I styled socialites, celebrities, and of course brought on my clients that I already had. And Who's I, the hardest person to work with in that type of world? Where you're like not people, not, I'm not giving, not to mm-hmm. say to name names, but is there a type of person that you're trying to dress that is really hard to dress I mean I think the biggest challenge of all is that you know everyone has a different personality and a Mm. different body type that you're Mm. trying to you know make and look and feel beautiful from the inside out so I think that's why I joke that it's like therapy like you need to you know not only make someone look great on the outside but on the inside I mean is what really comes out through fashion and that's what makes fashion so cool also you'd have to know what keeps them up at night a little bit to not give them something that would not really fit their insecurities. Yeah, you know, people would be like, oh, you know, I hope my husband likes this a lot of times. And I was like, what do you, what do you care? Like, do you like it? Because yeah. I remember having that conversation a lot um, with women that came in. And it was more like, but how do you feel? You know, yeah. and this was like way before this like female empowerment movement that we're having. Sure. So this was this was a long time ago. And you know, everyone has their insecurities. And now you're working with Hanky Panky. Yes, I, I am. know Hanky Panky <laughs> because I know it's an underwear. Yeah, but do they do job. more now? Because of me, they do. Okay, and you have a line with them. <laughs> I do. A we Lindsay did a Lane ha- Hanky Panky line. Yeah. And what do you do with them? You. So um, I designed a 43-piece collection with them, and Nordstrom had the exclusive launch on that, the new Nordstrom location in New York City. So they launched the collection just a couple months ago, and in the three months that it's been launched, it's been the most successful collab in over 40 years of Hanky Panky. Awesome. And what kind of things did you bring to the table? Like, what was the changes? What was the, what went into the line? A big change. So for one, Hanky Panky is known for, you know, lingerie, underwear, and more like special intimates Mm -hmm. and pieces like that. But I really wanted to have transitional pieces that were for bedroom to beach and some to street. So I wanted to have clothing. Um, And when I first pitched the idea, I... I was confident that it would be amazing if they agreed to do it, but I was nervous, of course, that they wouldn't because they, sure. they're but they a are major known company. for underwear. Like yeah. I, so I know Hanky Panky because <laughs> I remember um, when I was in college, I had a college girlfriend who I brought home, and my <laughs> yeah. mom and her went Hanky. Like my mom <laughs> bought her underwear. That and is I remember, unreal. Yeah, and I remember that Hanky Panky was the brand because I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, everyone and, loves Hanky Panky. Yeah, and it was like a young woman's brand at the time. Yeah. I think now it's probably for everybody. Yeah. Um, but I maybe I think that might have been where it started. And it was just one of those things where you're like, 
I was like, okay, so now I, I get to like see the underwear that my mom got you. <laughs> it was like a weird thing, but I, I know the brand from that. Yes, I mean, that's a great story. Your mom seems yeah. awesome. Um, but, you know, I, I hope I can buy uh, underwear maybe for Talon, my son's yeah. girlfriend one day. He's eight one, months. Okay. <laughs> well, you got some time. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we launched this line and Hanky Panky put all of their trust in me. And I'm just so grateful for the experience. And it, it we blew it out of the ballpark. Well, you know what's cool about that is like uh, the connection between the influencer world and this big box, big company world where it's like now they're actually listening to people like the feet on the ground. Like you know yeah. what the people want. I, I think I do. And actually, I know I do. Well, you're getting um, the DMs. You hear yeah. from people. Yes, of course. But there are different influencers. You know, it's like some are just driving exposure mm -hmm. and, and sales. You know, sorry. Some are just driving exposure and some are doing sales. You know, like you can have 800 followers and 800 people are buying your product. Sure. But if you're doing both, driving exposure and sales, yeah. then, and that's what I do, so. This is great. So I think everyone needs to go follow uh, Lindsay at Lindsay Lane Style. That's Lindsay with an I. It's gonna be on my Instagram right now. Go check out her Hanky Panky collection. 42 items, is that 43. what 43. 43, we don't want to short it. <laughs> 43 items, go check out the whole thing. You have a kid? Yeah, I have an eight month old. Eight months, you look amazing. Oh my God, thank you, I love you for saying Congratulations. that. Congratulations, how has been the baby is going well, everything's good? Yeah, I, being a working mom is a huge adjustment. It's I'm major, sure. major, major. And I don't sugarcoat things, like it's really hard, but I'm really proud of the job that I'm doing right now, and he's just a happy boy, so. Yeah. If he's happy, I'm happy. Th there it is. So we're pumped to have you here. Let's do thank some you. emails, you ready? Yeah, I'm so excited. We're pumped to have you at Lindsay Lane Style, on Instagram I'm gonna do we're gonna get into this right away we got so many emails so much fun um, I'm so excited by the way it's great this is very easy low pressure we're only changing people's lives that's it <laughs> um, if you're on Instagram go follow Lindsay Lane if you're not if you're listening to this show and you're not subscribed to the YouTube you're wrong I'm looking right at you YouTube come on subscribe hit the button hit the button. You might be thinking, I don't even use YouTube. Okay, well, do do me a fucking favor then. Hit the button. If you don't use it, then what do you know? So get on there. Unreciprocated, I love you. Mm. Dear Jay, my boyfriend and I have been together uh, for a little over nine months. Two and a half months ago, I told him I loved him. He was dot, 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 surprised and caught off guard, which surprised me. My question is this, how long should I wait for the reciprocated I love you? I was okay with him not saying it back uh, right away and still don't regret saying it. Everything else is going really well, so I was trying to be patient and understanding because he was really hurt by his ex-fiance. They broke up two years ago at this point. But now I'm wondering, shouldn't he uh, know how he feels about me by now? I kn at what point do I accept that he might never get there? I can't wait forever, but I don't know how to discuss it without sounding like it's some sort of ultimatum. The last thing I want uh, would uh, want would be for him to say it, uh, say it out of fear and not be genuine. For reference, we are 28 and 29. Thank you for the insight you can provide. Uh, here's a picture for a celeb lookalike. Our friend Classic Shelb over here has a keen knack for figuring out people's celebrity lookalikes. Here she is. Uh, Lindsay, what is your relationship status? I'm married. You're married? Yeah. Okay. How long have you been married? 
two and a half years. Okay. I think two years. Like, guys, I don't know. It's called marriage, right? I, okay. I, I can't How even long remember did you date anymore. before that? We dated for a year and a half. How'd you meet? We, I actually was dating his friend very casually. Really? Yeah, it's a great story. Yeah. It's on my blog, whoever wants to read it. Okay. Um, and it's awesome. And then we met like at a drunk night out at the Jane and I was with his friend and I saw this hot guy walk in and I was like, oh my God, who is that? I thought it was a random guy at the Jane. So you're, you him. and the friend casually, what was that? Was it like kind of an understood like, yeah, we hook up when we're out type no, of thing? No, like we literally went on three dates. We barely kissed on the lips. Like we were still getting to know each other type thing. And then one night we were just like, let's get our friends together. We went to the Jane and then Aaron had walked in and I was like, oh my God. So and then he ended up being friends with the guy so like, oh three God. dates in barely kissed mm -hmm. the third date was let's get all our friends together yeah it was like he was a doctor so it was spread out over a certain I amount gotcha. of time so and so you see this other guy you're like hey get me together with that how do you get together no with that guy? i thought he was a random guy just like walking through the jane and then he's like oh. yo what up man and like he came over to the table and i was like oh god random hot guy is like my guy's friend sure um and then i just like beelined over i'm like hey what's up are you, and you start flirting can i set you up with my friends like facebook me <laughs> you know oh like, let's God. be facebook friends and then we did and then two and, and then a you're half finally away from the the table well, and the, it wasn't the about that it was more like i knew nothing was going to move forward with the other guy and mm -hmm. then after that night we fizzled out and then i actually rekindled with aaron two years later on bumble it's a crazy story well, it's it's not so crazy. I, I so you meet that night. For me, night, it's crazy. So you meet that night. You become Facebook friends because you think he's cute. You don't speak to each other. Then you see each other on Bumble. It's like oh, we, we don't see each other for two and a half years. Okay, then you see each other on the app. You match on the app. Uh, it is now the cuteness has been confirmed by both parties, mm -hmm. and you start messaging. Hey, you're that guy that I knew yeah. when, 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 yeah. when. Now you're dating, and now you're married. So yeah. this is a. Fantastic story. It is. So now you have a friend, child. The friend was the best man at our wedding. Fantastic. Yeah, that's great. Um, especially because, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I dated this guy. What do I do? If it wants to work, it will work. I like, I truly believe that. I've been through hell and back with men mm -hmm. and dating, and all of my followers know that. I'm always very open about my struggles with finding love. And um, I just believe timing is everything. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, what do you think about this girl's predicament? When did you guys say, I love you? How long did it take? Did you say uh, it first? No, no, no. I first? didn't say it first. He said okay. it first. And he said it like pretty early on. And I was like, oh, like, okay. You know, like I didn't, I was just. I you gave, didn't give it back? He called me, I, he calls me Ice Queen from the beginning phases of our relationship because I was just going through a rough breakup. Okay. And he came into my life during that time. So we joke because I am actually like the warmest, fuzziest, like cuddly person ever. Okay. So for him to call me that, we just always joke about it. But um, I don't know, this girl, I, I do believe like I have like a six month. Like, if a guy doesn't know that he's in love with you at, like, a six-month mark, I think that seems a little bit red flaggy. Mm. Like, you have to know how you feel. I understand, like she said, he was engaged and married before engaged. Mm. Engaged, right? Sure. He was engaged. He was engaged. Uh, Ex-fiance. They broke up two years ago at this point. Okay, well, that's a long time. And they've been together nine months, so... And she said, I love you? After a year, and she said, I love you. I, I like that she said, I love you first. I like Well, that she had to. Who well, could wait? I, I Who's like, gonna wait? I think you should own your feelings. Of course, and but she had to at that point because she felt that way and she wants. She also wants reassurance that he feels that way too. And if he can't give her that right now, like, uh, I don't know, maybe move on. 
Yeah, I've I, I think she's handled this very maturely. Actually. Yeah, like I think to Agreed. go, I think it's very hard to go, because my girlfriend did this with me, where she was like, "I love you. I don't care what the fuck you think. I think you'll get there when you get there. But yeah. I love you. I'm letting you know that." And I think that's very confident. Aaron did that to me too. Yeah, and it's I think that's also like, hey, I'm driving my own relationship bus, and mm-hmm. you can get on the bus or not. And I think it's great what she said. I think it's great, like, but now, like, I think now she's like, well, I'm wondering, like, when's it coming? And she's like, I don't want to give an ultimatum. But I, I think what's interesting about the I love you stuff is that you say it when you feel it, but then you also realize it more looking back. Like, you're like, like, I don't think you say I love you when the minute it hits your mind. I think, you know, now, like, as you get it longer into the relationship, you look back and go, that was the moment. That was the moment yeah. I felt it, and then it took me a little bit to say it, and then I mm-hmm. owned it, and then so I I'm not saying that he doesn't love her. Like I I the the idea that he was surprised mm-hmm. doesn't shock me. Like he's got to get through his feelings when someone says I love you. Whoa, I do think there's a point where you say it to him again, and you go, I'm still waiting on you. Is there a problem? Yeah. I think it opens up another conversation. Is there something that's holding you back from saying it? Is there? Is it that you thought this was just going to be a hookup after you broke after you broke up with your fiance? Well, clearly not. You, They've been together for almost a year. Yeah, but so, maybe. Ugh, but sometimes people stay in things because it's comfortable. Is this someplace? So you she were needs just, to get an answer. I yeah, think. I think I think you have to. I think you after have to nine months of bit. dating with somebody and they can't look you in your eye and be like, "I'm in love with you." I do think something's off. Well, something's in the way. I I don't know. You know, I don't want to say to her like he doesn't. He might love her. I don't know. I think what she has to understand is you've owned your feelings once. It's time to own them again. Right, but it's also been two years since you broke off your engagement and you should allow yourself to love again. And if he's not, then that's something deeper that he needs to work on without her because she needs to move on and live her life. Of course. They're still young. But here's, I mean, I understand, but like, I don't think coming at him that way is going to be helpful. Hey, you need to work out your shit and get it together. It's like, I think saying to her, hey, saying to him, hey, I love you. I'm there. Mm -hmm. There's something that's holding you back from saying it to me. Right. That's okay, but I need to know if it's that something is that you're not looking to be in a serious relationship, that you're just sitting here because someone is cuddling you and making you feel good and you don't feel like you have to ever extend. Because I'm looking to keep moving forward. That's the problem with a lot of relationships is like right. you don't just stop. You keep no, going. she it has keeps to moving. acknowledge him and have a mature conversation with him. Absolutely. And it's not really... You know, I think she's afraid that if she says it, he's going to go, well, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And it's goodbye. And maybe that's going to be you're going to be better off for it. If a guy wants to be with you and let me tell you something, I'm 35 years old. I have been through, like I said, the ringer. If a guy wants to be with you, he will do anything to be with you, period. Point blank. Yeah. It's a fact. Yeah. I think that he'll give it, you know, anything. You know, the, the problem is in this, you know, in the world that we live in today is that there's a lot of choice. There's another Bumble. There's an app know. waiting for you. So he might be stuck on. I do understand the thought of a guy going, well, I don't know. Is this it? Is this where I move on? You know, I have friends. You know, I'm at the point where it's like moving in with my girlfriend. It's funny to think like, you know, I had a friend tell me they're like moving in is was the biggest step. They were like a kid. This person had kids. They're married. He's like. You know, to me, a kid, that was just buying Pampers. Like, we were already living together. 
It's different to a woman. I understand that. Like a kid is a totally different experience that we can't really speak to. But when I sp- speak to guys, they're like, well, that move in, that's it. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's committed. That's, that's when everything changed. The kid, they were like, the kid didn't really change much. And it's like, it's interesting to hear that because like to, to the other side, it would be like, I, you know, what, oh, you think a kid doesn't matter? It's a huge step. It's like, well, no, to this, this guy, this, this difference of life. Well, I think you need to be in a great relationship to say that a kid really hasn't changed the ni- dynamic of your relationship. Sure, but I mean, that the, we could talk about that for hours. But for a know? man, like that idea of like, like I can understand where a woman would be like, it comes out of my body, like, like everything's fucking uh-huh. changed. Yeah. Like I, I'm dealing with a guy, you know, a baby at home that I feel more connected to than you do mm-hmm. because you didn't have this whole nine month scenario where it's like I understand why I'm like the guy's just like yeah moving in and like I understand why women would laugh at that. They'd be like, oh, the move in was a tough part for you. Yeah, like I understand that the the lack of empathy for that but it's it's funny that like his thing to get over the hump to the I love you is like to him who's been engaged who's been has an ex fiance out there I could understand where he's like yeah this is a hard one for me that I need a nudge so I think saying to him I still feel this way and I'm wondering I'm starting to feel less that way because you won't come to meet me at Love Island I mean I agree but I also think so much time has gone by that he needs to put on his big boy pants and realize like do I want to be with this person and do I love her and if not he has to let her go because that's a gentlemanly thing to do you can't jog in place in a relationship we are sponsored people most of us has found out the hard way getting into debt is easy that's why the J train is brought to you by Upstart I actually got a DM this week saying how thankful people were. This guy, this one guy DM me, he goes, I'm really thankful that you have Upstart sponsoring the podcast because now I've been able to lower the rate I'm paying on some of my student debt. And I was like, this is the dream. You get a fun podcast that can also help you improve your life. And Upstart, what I love about them as a sponsor is that You can find money in the places you already have money. I'm helping you search through the junk drawer to find some change. And that's how you kind of get ahead. That's how you stop paying debt forever and ever and ever. So getting out of debt is hard, especially when your credit score isn't great. Now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score, offers a smarter interest rates to help you pay off high interest credit card debt. Upstart goes beyond the traditional credit score. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of smarter rates. That makes it fast, simple, and easy to check your rates since it's just a soft pull. It won't affect your credit score. That's a huge deal won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens if you accept your rate. The best part, once the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day, the next day. Over 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. For Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash JTrain. That's upstart.com slash JTrain to find out how low your Upstart rate is. So if you have debt, just go look at it. It doesn't affect your credit score. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash JTrain. 
We are sponsored, people. Blue Chew, Blue Chew, Blue Chew. Girls, are you feeling a little bored in the bedroom? Would you like your man to last longer? Get your guys some Blue Chew. Blue Chew is fun. It's not for old men who can't get it up anymore. Blue Chew is for anyone looking to last longer and enhance their performance. Blue Chew is the first chewable dick pill with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Because you chew it, it works faster than a pill, so if you send him a text in the middle of the night, he'll be ready for action faster than it takes to call an Uber. And he can take it anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. I, I know there's a lot of people out there that might be embarrassed. They might not be sure. Sure. But if you're having a little bit of problems, if you're saying, hey, I want to feel like I used to feel 10 years ago. Hey, I want to feel good about myself. I'm there. I'm getting there. I'd like a little blue chew in my life. Listen, because you uh, blue chew is your wing woman in the bedroom. It's very nice. And don't worry, Blue Chew is legit. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait online in the pharmacy. It ships right to you in a discreet package. Other than that, like even if you don't get embarrassed, hey, make the mailman work for you. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew uh, prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Tell your guy that right now. We've got a special offer for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com. Get your... First free shipment. Ooh. So go to bluechew.com, get your first shipment free when you use our promo, special promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's B-L-U-E-CHEW.com, promo code JTRAIN, to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Go ahead. I love that. Love a Blue Chew sponsor. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com here with Lindsay Lane at Lindsay Lane style on Instagram. Hanky panky. Go check out the 43 piece collection. Beware the family group chat. Dearest J train help been listening since 2017. I finally have a problem to email you about an excuse to ask Shelby for a celeb lookalike. This is getting out of control. Uh, lookalike master. Please do your magic pitch attached. Okay. Now to the issue. I've been dating my boyfriend for two years. He has everything and more I could ask for. We are both super close to our families. However, he is closer to mine since they live in the city and his are two hours away. He has two older siblings who have been in long-term relationships with their significant others, upwards of five years each. They are all sweet, and it's always a blast when we're all together. The issue is they are all in a group chat together. My boyfriend, sister, my boyfriend, sister and the husband, brother and the girlfriend, mom and the dad. And this chat seemed to have been around forever and is where a lot of communication gets sent to. For example, what time dinner is, dress code for an event, hotels booked for vacations, I'm invited to, etc. At, at first, I figured I hadn't been at it because our relationship was too new and not serious enough for the family chat. But we are two years in and about to move in together. My boyfriend does a good job of communicating important info I may have missed uh, since I am not in the chat and will show me pictures that are sent but has never mentioned adding me to it. Lately, I have been feeling more and more like an outsider and I'm wondering if I should say something. So my I love this question. This is the perfect intersection of relationships and technology. I think this is a great 2020 question. One, is it weird that I'm not in this chat? Is this a guy that wrote this? It's a woman. A woman. She's saying her boyfriend. Here's a picture of her. She's very cute. They're a very nice looking couple. They've been together two years. They've been together two years. They're about to move in. Okay. Okay. Um, there she is. 
I mean, so, I gotta say, even though they've been together for two years, they're not engaged or married. Um, and I'm trying to think of what. But she did say that they're moving in. No, they're moving in. But also, she said the the chat consists of. We have to. This is a very important piece of information. There's other chats. There's there's a number of group chats. I got one with my brother and, and my dad. I got Same. one with my brother and my mom. I have yeah, one mom, with my mom, my dad, and my brother. Like I listen. There's a different. There's a there's a poo poo platter going on here. Um, <laughs> so true. My boyfriend's sister. So my boyfriend, his sister, his her husband. Okay. So the boyfriend. Oh, that's weird. So the boyfriend, his sister, the husband. Now. The uh, the brother, his brother, and his girlfriend is in the chat. Mom and dad. So okay, you, that was a mouthful, and I like missed that somehow. That's she, very. It's odd. very important. Very because weird. now she, I can understand where she's going. Well, a girlfriend is in there. Marriage isn't reason to get in there. I could also understand where this group chat, group chats form, and then they don't get changed. There's a group chat dynamic, so yeah. I can understand where they. But you can add a person. You can add a person, but I can you understand can where this group chat was made on a family vacation where all the other, you know, the in-laws were brought in, the, you know, the boyfriend and the girlfriend, and they made it this one specific time and uh, period of time, and things were said over this group chat that if you get added in, can you look back? Do we know? You can cut, I mean, how, if it's, you're really texting, that you have to go back so far and you know I, but I don't think you can get the old ones this is what I'm wondering I don't yeah you can't once you're added you start from there right yes okay yes. so there's no worry of her seeing like so what do you think of this girl I don't know we're just fucking like I, it's not, she's not gonna see that from a year ago right, right, which right. women would go back and look at I know for a fact um, he should be added she should be added yeah is it weird that she's not in the chat? I, she I, should be added. Excuse me. I think you should be added, but I don't think you can hold it. I don't think this is like a thing to get. Ang I think this is a no. thing to joke your way into, not angry your way into. Totally agree. Like if you come in. It's being a text. Like, like you're yeah. not going to not move in together and be together because of this. But I do think like I'm surprised she hasn't joked with her boyfriend yet. Because yeah, I'd goes, be like, do I ask to be added or wait for how has she held this in? I'd be like, Aaron, what the hell? Like, where? Why am I not in how this? How am I chat? not in this? Yeah, yeah, just like that. Like, I think that's it's the way the to tone. go about it. Yeah, it's because her delivery will be very important. She's wondering, is it a red flag that my boyfriend has not brought this up? I don't think it's a. I, I don't think it's a big deal. It's one of those big deals that's not a big deal because you can't make it a big deal. No, this is not a red flag, no. babe. Because you're move, moving in. You're moving in. This. He loves you. Like you're. You're good. I think this is. We live in such a crazy world that like we get stressed about group chats sure. and text messages. You know, it's like it's funny, but it's also. Like we think we overthink about social and all this stuff that's like in our face. Well, I, I, think, I think it's, it's a, a joke. part of life. I'd be like, babe, what's going on? Not in this chat. Can I be added now? Yeah, like make would, it's her delivery. The next time she sends a screenshot of the whole family, he sends a screenshot of the whole family talking. It's like, why don't you add me so I can answer? Or like, she should get on his cell phone and respond from his phone and be like, hey, guys, it's me. Time to add me to the chat now. When like can she I could be cute. have you guys decided yet if I've been added? It's not a red flag until if they have you, good personality. If you joke <laughs> it around about it. He should be able to go, oh, I didn't even think of that because whatever. He can say whatever he wants. If he goes, well, I got to check with it. The, the the moment you're going to find out if this is a big deal, if this is kind of odd, is if you go, when do I when do I get involved? And he goes, I'm going to have to ask everyone. What? No, <laughs> like, you think no. he'll really do that? 
I, it could happen. Oh I, my I, God. Can you write us back in and tell us what happens? Because she's got to make a joke. She's yes. got to let him know. Hey, um, I'm ready. I you could even say like I've been practicing on other group chats. I'm ready for the big show. And then he goes, Ah, oh, okay, and he'll let you in. If he does, now you have another issue. If you get to this point and he's not like laughing with you on board, then you're gonna have a problem. Yeah, like I think it's just a really easy conversation. I I'm surprised she hasn't said something yet. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Lindsay Lane at Lindsay Lane style with an I what's his concern about my birth control okay Mm -hmm. huge podcast fan you up fan and patreon member thanks for all you do this may be going uh, long but I'm going to try to condense met a guy on ship that's a newer that's a new dating app uh, by the betches okay um, where you can you can be on there if you're in a relationship you can swipe for your friends Oh, that's cute. the whole premise. Okay. So, I've been out of the game for a while. Sorry. Met a guy in ship back in September. We went on two dates and I booty called him a couple weeks after the second date. He was very excited the next day we hooked up. I told him I didn't want just a booty call. So the time after that, we hung out without sex. After that, all we have done are late night meetups. We went for two months without seeing each other. Every time he reached out, including a 2 a.m. Happy Valentine's Day text, LOL, I was busy or I would text him that he would... Uh, text him and he would respond and i would either not respond or just find something better to do every time we hook up he asked when i i can be he asked me when i can be his asked me if i like someone else more than him and either laugh it off and say maybe you should stop only texting me at 2 a.m he also doesn't want to wear condom since he knows i have an iud i tell him that as a doctor i've seen some gross stuff and i'm worried about stds after our last hookup sunday morning we got into a fight about something he did sexually that i thought was disrespectful so the following texts are from a few hours after i left his apartment until today why is he all of a sudden freaked out about my iud we've been hooking up since november and this has never been an issue i do like this guy so i'm kind of hurt but I'm being realistic and know that this will most likely never go past hooking up. Anyways, let me know your thoughts. Not sure if it's important. He is 24 and I'm 26. Uh, so here are the texts. Okay. He writes, hey, I feel terrible about how everything went. I didn't mean to be disrespectful. I really am so sorry. She writes, hey, I really appreciate you texting me that. But don't worry about it anymore. We can move past it. He writes, yeah, I just thought you should know. She writes, well, thank you. I really appreciate that a lot. And then he writes, you're going to think I'm crazy, but you still have the IUD, right? (gasps) These condoms sketch me out, so I just want to make sure. She writes, oh boy, but yeah, I still do. He writes, haha, I'm sorry. I always overthink these things, so I was just checking. She writes, it's okay, I get that. So so is there, and then he writes, so is there anything to worry about with this, or are we covered? So, and then he writes, sorry, I meant to answer yesterday, but I was sleeping literally the entire day. She writes, no, we don't have anything to worry about anything. Why are you so concerned, though? He writes, I don't know. I went through a ton of condoms, and they were all over the place. It was hard to keep track. She writes, okay, but yeah, don't worry. You're good. I promise. He writes, all right, sounds good. Thanks. And then she sent the the closed mouth, closed eyes emoji. like, And then he yeah. writes, what? And then she writes, I can't believe you actually uh, – I would actually put myself in a position. So she – 
I can't believe you think that I would actually put myself in a position to let an accident happen or catch any kind of disease. I have spent the last eight years becoming a doctor and I'm incredible about uh, an incredible amount of time, energy and money I've put into that. You clearly have no respect for me and I'm honestly not used to being treated this way. All the reasons you mentioned are exactly why I wanted to confirm, but I, okay, I'm sorry that was not intended to be taken that way. So that's where the conversation ends. Uh, what do you think about his interest in the... First of all, I think this guy sounds like the most disrespectful pig I've ever heard, okay. like, heard of in my life. Why is that? Um, you can't wear a condom for someone that you like. First of all, sure. <laughs> I mean, you have to be protected especially today with so much shit that's going around and and health and i mean this especially this woman she's a doctor but not even putting that aside as a woman who cares if you have an iud i have an iud in too but if i was single yeah no one's having sex with me without a condom sure and if a guy is treating me like that much shit i would never want to see him again so Whoever this girl is, I hope you're listening, but you seem like a really smart, bright, well-spoken woman. And like you need to like take your degree and find like the man that's worthy of you. Yeah, I I don't think I mean, she says it's as she writes, I do like this guy. So I'm kind of hurt. I understand that they only have sex, but I'm being realistic and know that this will most likely never be past a hookup. Yeah, I, I think like she's got to move on from him because this is only. I think like a lot of times you stay with this guy that you like that's fun and because you're like, well, there's nothing else going on otherwise. I And you're in it because you're – I think she needs to be a little bit more honest with herself. Like I think she thinks that like, well, this is what people do. This is a hookup and I'm cool with it being casual because I'm cool with it. I've already – like, I think like a lot of times people come to the terms of like, this will never be long term. So they're like, well, at least I know that. So I'm OK feeling shitty in it for a while. And it's like <clears throat> you're never going to you're never going to get as much. Uh, the sex won't give you as much as the feeling shitty will make you feel bad. I agree with that, of course. Yeah. Um, I also think like it's a casual thing. They're just casually having sex. You know, it seems like sure. they've never been on a date. If you're casually having sex with somebody, then who else is this person casually having sex with? Sure. You need to be protected. And if a man is disrespectful of your body and what you choose to do with it, and he's asking so many questions, like, what does he care? Honestly, yeah. I've been on birth control since high school, mm -hmm. and I would... I haven't had unprotected sex with any guys that were just suitors and not my boyfriends, you know, sure. like it just, it's your health. It's your safety. It's your body. Like, why is he so into her IUD? Like it, it's weird. Like it's creepy. Well, I would and say who that, else is he talking to like this? Well, like it's disrespectful. I think these are two different versions of casual. Like I think her version of casual, I'm not letting him off the hook. No, I'm not, you know, but I, I understand everything you're saying. Like, I agree with everything you're saying, but like she came for the why. Like, I, I you know, this we're not going to like, you know, do the horror out of here for her and, and give her the the keys to the city. We agree. <laughs> she's a strong woman and all that stuff. But she came here for a specific reason, which is to go. Why is he concerned about the 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 IUD? He's concerned about it because his version of casual is very different than your version of casual. His version of casual is sex with as many people as possible at once and don't have any responsibility for those people. He's saying that 
via his questions. He he is afraid not of a relationship with you. He's afraid of having to change his lifestyle and be responsible for you. So that being said, you got to run away from this thing because this is never going to give you the satisfaction that you're looking. And she might say, but I don't want to, you know, I'm a doctor. I'm being casual. But your version of casual has a lot more respect to it than his version. And I'm not saying his is right, but I'm saying you're looking for something else because the thing that she says at the end, I'm being realistic and know that this will most likely never get past being a hookup. You can have that with someone else that involves respect, that involves you feeling good about the hookup. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to be getting, be you know, be uh, promise rings for each other to have totally. a good sexual experience with someone that you're casual with. But I think this is when casual the word casual is thrown around and we all think we're on the same page. But we're all reading from different dictionaries. His version of casual is, to you uh, and to what it sounds like to us, a non-respectful version of it. So you got to move on because yep. I and I do understand why she stays into it. I'm empathetic to that because she's like, well, I want to be, I like having sex and I like the sex that we have and I'm comfortable when we're in the, but sending those texts is his version of saying, I'm out there. I'm with a lot of people and I'm more afraid of having to like answer to you in 10 years than I am, than I am like worried about wearing a condom. Like it's like, I don't know. I don't like this guy. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Lindsay Lane at Lindsay Lane style on Instagram. Go follow hanky panky. Go see the line. We are sponsor people, Glossier, Glossier, Glossier. Listen, I am only going to speak from personal experience. The minute the Glossier package arrived at my door, my girlfriend took a dump in her pants. I'm not even joking around. So all I know is that Glossier is trusted by women, that they love it. It's a high-end product that we're going to give you some free money on because I'm sure... They don't give out a lot of deals. They probably don't. They're an Glossier is such a good company that they probably don't even need to do this, but they want to find more of you to get you hooked on the goods because they know their goods are really great. So Glossier, they have Milky Jelly Cleansers, one of Glossier's top-selling products, and people are obsessed. They are known for that dewy look. They spent over a year developing this cleanser with feedback from their community about what dream cleanser would be like. They listened and boom, Milky Jelly Cleanser was born. Glossier's Milky Jelly Cleanser is what it sounds like, a super luxurious cream gel formula that takes the routine of washing your face to the next level. It checks a lot of boxes, hypoallergenic, gentle uh, enough for your all skin types, and it works on wet or dry skin as either a cleanser, a cleaner, or makeup remover, plus it leaves your skin feeling soft and nourished. I'm telling you right now, Glossier is a company that people trust, people love. They do high-end products that you don't normally get a deal on, and we're going to give it to you now. Get that glowy, dewy skin for yourself by visiting Glossier.com slash podcast slash JTrain. Learn more and take the quiz to find out your ultimate Glossier skincare routine. Plus, all new customers get 10, 10, 10, 1, 0, 10% off their first order at Glossier.com slash podcast slash JTrain. Again, that's Glossier, spelled G-L-O-S-S-I-E-R, dot com slash podcast slash J train certain exclusions do apply check out all their amazing products at glossier.com slash J train 
get involved with that because Glossier is a fantastic product with quite a reputation. How often to text between dates? Mm, good one. Jared, huge fan of the podcast. I went on a pretty good first date with a guy from Hinge on Friday. Super hot, successful nerd, if that makes sense. Makes some sense. Walked around downtown, got some food, walked me to my car and kissed goodnight. Okay, seems like a date out of Mayberry. He made plans for a second date the next morning for Saturday. Didn't hear from him until Saturday morning to tell me he's sick. He calls me to show how sick he is and to say that he was looking forward to our date. He offers to reschedule, and I agree. All right. Second date is coming this Saturday. Question, how often should a guy text between the first and second date? I haven't heard from him much. He literally has only texted me once. Is he trying to take it slow or just not interested? P.S. over the phone, he offered to have the second date at his house to cook dinner. I said, no, I'm a Christian girl with old school values. He said, okay, and he still wanted to have the second date. So he just respected my, uh, is he just respecting my wish to take it slow or legitimately not interested in balancing multiple women? I appreciate what you do for humanity. Thanks in advance. Uh, what do we think? So did they, they didn't go on a second date. So the second date is coming. Uh, they went on a pretty good first date right. that ended with a kiss and some uh, at the car. And then he makes a date. He got sick. Got canceled, sick. Canceled. Rescheduled. Rescheduled. And now it's coming up. And now it's coming up. But there's no text. Is there something? What is be- the time frame between him rescheduling and no text? It sounds like a week. It sounds like she's text minimally, minimally, minimally. But the date is coming up. And she, okay. Uh, I mean, he's he's been doing everything right, you know, thus yeah. far. Like, I like that he called, like, even though he texted to to say he was sick, because I'd be sure. like, call his bullshit. But the fact that he, like, actually picked up the, up the phone, because, you know, people don't do that these days. And I think it's really a nice gesture. Okay. Um, he seems like, I was, like, impressed. I was like, okay, where is this going? And then... Um, I don't know because she didn't really tell us like what's happened since they rescheduled till us now waiting for them to go out. But if he, you know, he should check in maybe on like a Wednesday if they're going Mm. out on the weekend and just be like, hope your week's going great. Like can't wait for the weekend. Yeah. But uh, it's hard to say. He seems like he's been doing the right things thus far. Yeah. I don't know. You know, she says he was looking forward to our date. He offers a reschedule. And I agree. The second date is coming Saturday. How often should a guy text between the first and second date i don't think there's like a answer there's no like you know but i also do believe in texting when you have something to say i do think you're looking for a partner you're not looking to be like and she mentions the christian girl with old school values Mm -hmm. that's fine my point to that is like you know you're putting a lot on you're put what it sounds like and this is kind of a bad road to me is you're looking for someone that you match with not someone that just likes you Mm -hmm. so when you say like how long you know i'm when you say how often should a guy text between the first date that means to me you're putting your feelings in his hands well if he texts me enough then i like him and i'll go on the date how was the first date was it good you said you kissed at the end did you like the kiss do you have things to talk about have there been things from the first date that have come to mind that made you think of him Maybe during this week you realize you didn't have a lot in common and you don't even want to go on the second day. Mm-hmm. That's okay too. But text when you have something to say and if you have nothing to say, I would wonder why I have nothing to say. Right, but you can always just check in. Hey, hope your week is going great. Totally. Looking forward to seeing you this weekend. She can do that. 
I would encourage her to do that. Oh, you want her to do that? Absolutely. Why yeah, not? I've always been a girl to go for it. I don't like, listen, all the rules go out the window. Just if you want something, go for it. You'll, you know. But that's just... my, that's kind of my advice is there's nothing to go for. Yeah. You are sitting here wondering, hey, I wonder yeah. what he's doing. And that's okay. Hey, how's the week been? Just checking in. I'm pumped to go out. That's like excitement. It's, again, was there something from the first day that made you think of them and you go, well, I am thinking of what they're doing this week. Okay. You've thought of them enough to send a text. Send it. Right. You should text. But I, I think when you get in this mode of like, well, he texted four times in between the first and second date. <laughs> mm -hmm. And four times means that he's into me. That makes me like him. You're getting down a bad road because what you're going to end up doing is going, well, we've been on four dates, which means he likes me four times. And, and now I'm thinking... I like him because it, you're not you're absolving yourself of taste. Yeah, I think it. There is no. I, and I'm sorry for this answer, but I don't think there is you know the right or wrong answer. I mean, everyone is busy and everyone is going on about their lives during the week. But um, it would be nice. At least I'm putting myself in her position to have a guy you know check in Wednesday or Thursday just to be like, hey, hope your week's going great. Of or course. like I would reach out to him too. But because it's the after the first date. I do believe that he should step up and really make an effort. I also am the girl that's always gone for what she's she wants. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying that's wrong also, but be, just because it's the first date, I would like to see this guy step up. But, but even if that's like, let's say that's your, your lifeblood, that's your mantra is mm -hmm. he should make the effort. Then you don't like him. Like then at that point, I would say, well, I want a guy that wants to text me is excited. I feel it's okay to say I feel bad that this person never texted me. It's okay to say that. And then to go, I'm not gonna go out with someone like that. Mm -hmm. I'll find a new guy that will text me. Right. That, I know that, what you're saying. Like you automatically like, sw you know, this switch flips and you're like, oh, he didn't text me all week and now I'm gonna go out with it. Like it puts a bad taste. Totally. But it, it's just an automatic feeling. I it's, don't, you know. But that's okay to, like I think admitting to those feelings is admitting to mm -hmm. your own tastes and your own standards. Yeah, so like when, sure. you write, when you write in going, well, if he had texted four times, I would have liked him more. Well, he didn't. So you don't like him now. Right. And that's okay to admit to. Like with this whole new world of the, you have to put, there's a whole pie chart of like things that go into making you want someone. And then just like you said, I would want to text. Well, you probably wouldn't go on that second date. I also feel like maybe if like her mindset is if she was to text him, that maybe like he just wouldn't write her back, maybe ghost her. Like, I don't know. You know, it's sure. like. But then that's even more to say, like, at that point, I'm like, you should feel lucky. You feel yeah. lucky. He that did, you know he did you things. a favor. You did you a favor. Hey, hey, I'm pumped for the next date. No answer. Well, I don't go out with people who don't answer my vulnerable text that I sent. Agree. You know? oh, a thousand percent. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Lindsay Lane at. Lindsay Lane style. Go follow. Go get involved with the hanky banky set. <laughs> did you do underwear too, or is it just in between? Stuff? Yeah, we did underwear, sexy, really sexy lingerie. Also, what's the beach wear? It's like um crochet beach pants and stuff like that. Really okay. cool stuff in pajamas. Really cute. The struggle is real. Okay, Jared, I'm a 32 year old female in need of some advice. I love your podcast and literally tell everyone I can about them. I called off my engagement with my ex about five months ago. Started dating through the apps three months ago. So called off the engagement five months ago. Two months go by, she's back on the apps. 
I met a guy who's my age, and we really hit it off. He, too, was previously engaged, but that ended up ended almost a year ago. We have been dating for three months and hang out several times a week. The sex is amazing. We have so much in common. He has many traits that I'm looking for in a partner. We haven't had any discussion of exclusivity other than a casual agreement that we are both sleep. We are both uh, that we are both that both we both are sleeping with any. We haven't had any discussion of exclusivity other than a casual agreement. I think this is meant to say we're not sleeping with other people. Right, but she writes sure. that we both are are sleeping with anyone else. That means I would think that means aren't aren't. He has said multiple times, I think we both really like each other, huh? He acts like a boyfriend would towards me in public and when it's just us and has told his family about me. It's hard for me to date multiple people at once for many reasons, so I have been still using the apps but not really invested them at all. A couple weeks ago, I noticed he had updated his photos on one of the dating apps he is on, but nothing has changed between us. If anything, we have been hanging out more since the photo update made me think of when you said he thinks you're great but not that great. I decided that I don't want to screw myself and potentially pass up a good guy I may meet on an app because I'm focusing on the current guy I'm seeing if he is potentially like looking for someone better. So I started responding to messages from other guys in the apps. I recently met another guy and we have great chemistry and he is really showing me uh, he likes me a lot. At the same time, a friend re- uh, recently set me up with one of his friends so I've, uh, that I've yet to meet. One, how do I juggle di- dating multiple guys at one time? You have any thoughts on this? Oh, God. The, this whole conversation and question just reminded me of the one time I went on one date every day of the week. So I went on seven d- okay. dates with seven different guys in sure. one week. And my mom was like, what the hell are you doing? Like, how are you living? Yeah. It was so stressful. I would say- it's a lot of work. Work? I couldn't drink by like the fourth date. I'm like, I don't want wine. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. drink. Done. But you got to drink. You know, I was just like, you I want to get fun. loose. I want to yeah. be fun. I want to be like the cool girl, you know. I need to like loosen up. So, oh God, that was hard. And so I, I think like three, like for me at least, like I can only speak to me. Like I was date, like I think three was my cutoff. Like any mm. more than three. But there was always like. The seven guys on seven nights, were, were they all at people? Were they people you met out? Like how did that happen? They were at people um, and and probably just like friend setups. Okay. And and when you got through that week, you were like, I can't do this many. Like Monday through Sunday. Literally, I was like, can I take the week off? Because <laughs> like I need a break. For sure. And um, some of them were great. And we, we dated for, for quite some time. But, you know, others fell off. And I'll just never do that again. I think three is a healthy number. I think, you know, and don't. Don't feel stressed out about it. Like, oh my God, I'm a woman and I'm dating three guys and like, no, can great. I have sex with them and this? Like, just look at it as like you're getting to know people. Look at the last like, guy. He's using no condoms. He's oh sitting my out God. there trusting IUDs left yeah. and right. Who cares? Oh my yeah. God. He's a pig, that guy. People are being worse than you. Exactly. So I think it's like, don't don't like stress out about the number. Mm-hmm. Just like focus on getting to know people and giving people a chance. And like yeah. the right person will be deserving of you. Because if you stress about the number... You know, it's like, oh my god, I'm going, I'm, go- I'm dating five guys right now. Like, you're not slutty because of that. Like, no, you're just I getting, you're, you want to meet the right one. Yeah. So you're, you're being kind to yourself. You're putting yourself out there in a really awesome way. So it's, go it's, you. It's interesting. I think you have to put yourself out there. I think I agree. Like three does feel like the max. Yeah. You can also have levels. Like I think that's okay <laughs> too. Like where you have like. This is a guy that I'm on a first date with. This is a guy that like it's been a few months and I'm trying to figure out if I want. I do think there's also you have to admit to the fact that you're going to have to let people go. 
Like sure. you you have to like shed. There's an there's an end date and I think the problem from the female side and like guys love vague relationships. We love it when no one knows what the fuck this is for as long as possible. So these guys, so what happens from the other side is the woman will say, just like the I love you situation. Hey, I'm at I love you turn and you got to make this turn with me. You either do or you don't or we, because, and that's why a lot of guys will see an end date coming and the girl will go, well, he ended it right before my birthday, or he ended it at the holidays. It's like, yeah, that was a turn on the racetrack towards relationshipville that he wasn't going to take with you. Right. So that's why a lot of these, like, you know, holidays, birthdays, these areas or times are pressure points for relationships and when they usually end. So True. I think, you know, what she has to be aware of is that you're going to get involved with a lot of guys. If you're involved with three guys, it's a very likely scenario that all three guys will just sit there being nice to you for a longer period of time than maybe you would mm -hmm. from the other side. Which makes the ball in her court. Very much. Which so. is a power position. It very much so. And we forget that. You know, I feel Absolutely. like like even looking back, like when you just said that, I was like, oh, you know, like when you yeah. said that and then I said the ball is in her court. I'm like, oh, my God, the amount of times that the ball has been in my court. But Absolutely. I didn't realize my and, life has just changed sitting and, here. Right? <laughs> at the JJ, at Feather Nation Studios. You never I'm thought. Dying. But I'm saying you can go and look at these guys, but you have to be. And she writes number two, the guy I've been seeing for three months. Do you think he just wants to take it slow since he was in a six year relationship with his ex? Uh, got engaged and called it off because they were just not right for each other, according to him. Is it a red flag that he changed his app picks? Why would he put in so much effort and spend so much time with me if he didn't really like me? I do think it's a red flag if he's mm -hmm. not a red flag. Mm -hmm. I just think his interests go beyond her. And okay. I I speak from personal experience. When Aaron and I first started dating, he was just he's eight years older than me, but he was just like ready. Like he yeah. was ready. He I think he might have been seeing like one person. I was seeing three people at the same time as mm -hmm. him. And it was just a slow transition. And like I said earlier, I just wasn't in a great space, like mindset at mm -hmm. that moment. And I was just going through a really hard breakup and and not okay with myself. So Aaron when when he said I love you, he let me come around and was patient with me. Sure. And that's like what we also spoke about. And and we discussed now that Aaron and I would say we were so scared because you get addicted to these apps because as you yeah. mentioned, it's just so easy. I mean, it's at your fingertips and you know, oh my God, there's always someone else. There's always someone else and you're swiping, swiping, swiping. And Aaron used to say to me like, before you, like I was I scared that like I was addicted to this yeah. and I just would never meet the right person. And he's like, and you like, you were the person that made me stop swiping. Like mm -hmm. I never wanted to swipe again. And yeah. we so it sounds like a drug, but it's no, it's but so addicting because it's already, it's so convenient. I agree with you. And that's kind of why I have like empathy for yeah. the picture switch. Like I understand yeah. why he did it. And I understand why he did it at the same time as treating you like a girlfriend. Like it, it, it makes horrible sense to me because again, just like your husband said, it's addicting. It's not. It's it. What happens is it also goes into your rotation. You pick up your phone. You open a rotation of apps, right? Mm -hmm. You pick up. You go Twitter, Facebook, email, Instagram. Mm -hmm. You go around the horn and you go around the horn a few times. The more addicted you are. I'm on this phone all day long. So I Thanks. get it. Like I understand opening up Instagram you know, opening up the Facebook app while Facebook's open on your computer. Like, that's a fucked up thing. 
So I understand <laughs> yeah. sitting on the toilet for 20 extra minutes. <laughs> I understand all these things. Yeah, you got sucked in. I do understand adding a different picture when you're seeing someone that it's more serious that they would be disappointed by that. I, I, I think that's an icky truth. I think a lot of times, and I think something that your husband's kind of saying, and it was true for me, is like, hey, hey, you're about to lose this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. But that's, it's cool. I think for her, I understand why she her option, she, instead of saying to the guy, hey, I saw you update your pics. Are you not that into this? What, what's going on? Her other option was what she did is she went and met new guys which i commend her for i think that's like so brave and badass i like really respect her so much sure i think, I think so cool. both routes work it's hard to not speak your mind especially when you're dating someone i mean that's still like 90 days of dating someone you know for like sure. that's a chunk of time that i don't know if i would have her strength to just date like i'd want i always want answers i'm just like a curious george like for i'd sure. be like hey you know just notice but then he can come back and say to her well why were you on the app are you not interested in For sure. me? Well, th- that's the thing. It's so like it's... there's no communication there. Yeah. So, I mean, if I'm her, it's funny that she's like, how do I judge dating multiple guys? And then she comes back to the guy that she really likes and asks a real question about him. So it sounds like to me that she's afraid of getting hurt by the guy she really likes. Yeah. And which is fine. We all have been there. I think for her, if I'm her. I would, you know, I would say to the the guy that you really like that you're wondering about, I would send him, I would talk to him and be like, hey, I saw on the dating app you changed pictures. It kind of made me feel bad. Like, I think it's okay to say to someone, that action made me feel bad. I'm going to go. But enough, like, but now she's dating other people too. Yeah. So if he, she's putting herself in a position for him to ask her, like, you know, to be open in the questions he wants to ask her, like, like they're sitting at a conversation and if she's like, are you doing this? Are you, you know, you change your profile that hurt me. He can also say, like I said before, well, why were you on? Are you seeing other people? Like what's your deal? But, but that's to me is like the opening for a conversation. Like to me, but it la- could be is what I'm saying. That sure. really might be it. Yeah. It could know? be it or it could make them better. Like why, why I think a lot of times in, in all of these kind of emails that we're getting, it's, sounds like they're resistant and I just I have been there before because you don't want that you're scared that they're going to say something that you don't want yeah like if you really like the person the guy can say to you right then and there like okay you know this I've been thinking about it and yes I did change my profile because I'm I'm not that into this I'm, I don't think we're a love match sure. and then you're like but oh bummer like I guess I could have kept it going on his terms but eventually exactly. everyone well, has their answers well then you know, I agree with everything you're saying. Yeah. I agree, but these are these are easier advice to give than it is to take. It's hard to hear the reality mm-hmm. versus living in the reality of a creation. Like, like she even says, it feels like we're dating when we're together. Like that is yeah. not reality. Obviously, you know, you are dating, but no one has said like I'm with you. I'm, you know, you're not. You're living in kind of like a like a bubble that's not thick enough. You know, I I think three months is a is a nice amount of time, but I would tell her to wait it out if she wants to actually call him her boyfriend. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't have that at a three month mark, but maybe like at a four month, I'd be like, listen, like I want to chat. I I I want to be honest. I've been seeing you know a couple of people as I'm sure you have, and I am interested in you. 
And is this happening? Like, can this go somewhere? And like, I'm just trying to have an adult conversation and I don't want you to freak out. But like, I just want to know if I'm wasting my time. Yeah, I think even like making it on your terms. Mm -hmm. Like, I think like she can own it. Like, I think there's power to like, like, just like you said, like the the ball is in your court. She has power in this. So like everything she's done so far is great. I think it's okay to be vulnerable with someone you've been with three months and they can either go and they can either meet you or not. To me, all these relationships are at the negotiating table. If you're sitting at the table, then you want to be there. Like if you're if you're willing to go back and forth and agree on terms. So if she said to him, hey, I just want to let you know a couple of months ago or a couple of weeks ago, I saw you change a picture on a dating app. I'm on the dating app, too, but I'm not really. Ta- Again, this is like the difference in definition of casual. I'm on the dating app in a different way than I think you are. Like the, you know, this is all communication type stuff. So it's like two people can be on the dating app and be using it differently. You know, he can be on the dating app changing his pictures, looking to fuck on a Saturday night when he won't hang out with you. And you could be on the dating app because eh, it's just something to do. Like those are two different, very two different types of swipes. But if he is still doing that and has that mindset, then he maybe isn't ready to be with her. And that's what I'd rather know that than not. Agree. And and I I think for her, you're holding on to bad to ignore getting better. So it's like I, I think when you say to him like, Hey, I saw you update your pictures, I think it's okay to not take that personally, is is my point. So it's like I saw you update your pictures. So I kind of started dating other people. That's hurtful. It is like I would be like that sucks. Yeah, it like sucks. that's a that hurts. Yeah, but it hurts I, me right now, and I don't even know her, and I'm not her, sure. and I don't know him. <laughs> but it, it sucks. But it's like oh, I just but, been there. But if he said, "Hey, I did change my picture. Um, I'm not really using it in that way. I don't know. You know, I can't really give you an answer for why I changed the picture. But I'm looking to move forward with you. Like if he said at that moment, she was like." Okay, well, that's great. Now you can pursue me, and maybe I'll stop dating these other people. Now you have someone that's like knows where he stands with you. I think- also, why would she have to bring up that conversation in order for him to step it up? That would piss me off also. Well, I Oh, I, you have all these feelings for me, but now I'm the one that had to ask you about your yeah, feelings for me. I mean, if me, you want to make it a like, pride uh, thing, someone has to put it away at some point. Yeah, at but- some point, someone has to say, hey, I'm here for this. If you're not here, that's cool. I'm going to leave. Yeah. But I just want to let you know, that this is a moment for us. This is a stress moment. This is a turn in the relationship road. And and every small like beginning relationship has that turn. Like it's Absolutely. the three to four month mark that you're like, mm, what's going on? Absolutely. I mean, to it say like, to everyone. Like, like I disagree with something you're saying, which is like, he should, he should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the perfect world of Instagram where I see the relationship that went from dating to trip to engagement to marriage to baby that's how the line goes but that's not how the reality goes my I'm just girlfriend, an old school romantic and I do believe that men should step it up sometimes yeah but so many times they this, don't and they should but what you're saying is very easy from the back from looking back and I, I I don't mean to disagree with you but that is something that's easy to write in a caption it's easy to write but it's not the reality of a relationship that a lot of people are in that most people are in looking back with a baby in your hand and my husband and putting up the picture on Instagram. That's easy to say to someone who's not in that situation. So I'm, I'm saying I've had moments in my relationship that haven't been the thing I would post on Instagram. They have been my girlfriend looking at me and going, Hey, I, you either take me out or I'm gone. And, and I have had that moment. I've gone, yeah, I got to take her out. I fucked up. I got to step up in given that opportunity. To me, I was at the negotiation table. 
I was there and I'm maybe doing it in a way where I think I'm showing I care, but it wasn't the language that she wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. So it's like, this is, again, you're, you're dead. You're dealing with things through like a, um, like a, uh, a person, like a translator almost. And it's like, you have to put these things again, back to the casual, her version of casual is getting spoken to that guy in a way that's disrespectful, you know, like, and he's going, hey, I'm just checking on the IUD. Then she sends the text and she goes, you know what? Fuck you. I've gone to school. I don't need this shit. And at that point, she should leave. But I'm happy she said those things to him. But like, for sure. I, but now she go, had to. Going back to this woman where it's like, she's like, I'm 32. I'm enjoying this person's company. He might think, like, I, I think he might think I'm giving the effort. She doesn't even know I changed my picture. Oh, God, you saw that change of it. I don't feel good that you saw that. Holy shit. I didn't even really think of it that way. I was on the toilet when I did. Like I, I, like I think of the way we interact with these apps mm -hmm. in the same way your husband said, where he's like, I was addicted to that. And it's like, yeah, you were addicted to the feeling of getting a match. You didn't even want to meet with it. How many people did you match with that you never wanted to meet with? You know, like I- Hundreds. 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 So it's like, what, did I just like getting the match? And I'm, I'm in that same boat. I'm, I'm with you where I'm like, man, there were so many people that I would match with on these apps and I would go, I gotta leave my couch. Like, like, and I would be like, and I, and it wasn't that they weren't good people or didn't deserve love or didn't, or someone, or someone I should meet. It was just, I just got out of them what I needed at that moment, which was the match. And that's it. Like, mm -hmm. so that's tough. That's a tough thing to, but I, I think for her where it's like, I think he can step up with a little bit of a, Here's where I am. I think when you make it in your terms and you go, here's where I am. You're either going to yeah, get on the sure. bus or you're not. And then she goes, okay, and this is the point where you leave people behind. This is the point where you go, we're dating multiple people at once. You go, okay, um, I got two now, not three. That would be my thought. Yeah, and then like one more can come in. You yeah, just don't, find another I mean, one. They always you know, slide right There'll in. There'll be somebody. So there's always someone. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. Thank you, Lindsay Lane. This is fantastic. Thank you so much for having Thank me. Thank you for coming on. At Lindsay Lane Style. Lindsay with an I on Instagram. Lindsay Lane. Hanky Panky. <laughs> a fantastic, what would you call it? Like a cooperation? What is it? What is it? A designer? <laughs> what is, it's a collection. A collection. 43 items. Go check it out. Classic Shelb, thank you for popping in. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Keep sending them in. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We're here every week. We'll be back next episode. Boom. <laughs>